you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace. Therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. That's why we love our friends at Talkspace. With Talkspace, you can get unlimited messaging to your dedicated licensed therapist for only $32 a week. Go to Talkspace.com zone for a special $30 discount off of your first month. Or download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store and use coupon code ZONE. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Bevel, a very wise, very handsome, very good-smelling, very uh, thought-provoking, very memorable, very uh, effortlessly uh, charismatic young man named Dustin once said <laughs> that sexy beats cute any day. So why go through life letting yourself be anything but? Like, Elevate your own sexy with Bevel, <laughs> the first and only shaving system designed for coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. Get your bevel today by going to getbevel.com slash friendzone to get the first month of your bevel subscription for free. That's getbevel.com slash friendzone. Start shaving smarter today with bevel, the bevel that you swivel your neck with. Because there ain't no praise like self-praise. Ain't Tell none. them, Dustin. Hello. Okay. Self-care, self-praise. Bevel, get, uh, get that bevel.com slash friendzone. Bevel. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Everybody knows I hate a Phaedra fuck a frack. I might smoke some weed, but I won't never do no crack. I was a kid. I saw that movie about that city they call Jack New. I like stack shoes. Never pull no jack moves. If I did, I'm tripping. Not no tripper wrong. Jack, too. I got bloods that did bids in the pen. Remember, that's my blood. Believe they'll do it again. And I ain't your friend. Was never your man. And yes, I saw your news so you can call me a fan. Forgot about your man. Pants down, you said damn. And now we got a baby looking at you like ma'am. I feed the family, plus I keep my shit fly. Urban legend, tell these hosts they better look me in my eye. Let's go, Asante. <clears throat> Let's go! Monday was the 23rd. That's Jordan. Mm. Jump man on the floor. 
That's courting, uh, rolling down down the street. That's driving. Uh, see a bitch laughing. Yeah, that's smiling. Something new, something fresh, something clean. Uh, Got another day every day of the week. Uh, Today is Wednesday. That means your brain's on fleek. Cause uh, you're listening to the friend zone. So sit back in your seat. Here we go. That's all. Hey, hey, rap music. Damn, and, that, and I didn't even write that one. I actually got to say that. Rap music. Okay, that was me and that was out. Okay. <laughs> this is my favorite intro ever. <laughs> Let's go. That one, that one was real uh, sister act too. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are getting fucking Ow. good. Okay, that's right. Let's go. Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, mental wellness. And one more time for mental hygiene because who in the hell wants a musty what? <laughs> I think we've grown to appreciate sound a little bit more, and that's why we were able to do our, our stuff the way we was able to do it just now. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. And yes, it is. And no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we don't have cameras Me either, because whoo, baby. <laughs> the pile of headphones. I don't need no more eyes on me, goddammit. <laughs> damned in your eyes. Damned in your eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, friend. Hi, Tessa. Your hair looks beautiful today. When I came in the studio, I thought you had cut it again. See? I'm telling you, man. It's that rah-wah. <laughs> I thought you had cut it, and you told me, you need to cut it. I was <laughs> like, Paulo Santo got you fleeking. No, okay. it's the, that new conditioner I was telling everyone about last week on the show. The juices and berries. Listen, my hair is huge. It's okay. crazy. It looks great. Thank you. Know, you. you know what? Corinne Bailey Ray got you looking like what? My favorite song by her is Just Like a Star. <laughs> okay. But did you see um a young lady tweeted that she that she met me at your event this past Sunday and she was like, I can confirm that Fran smells like apples <laughs> and Corinne Bailey Ray records. <laughs> I can confirm. And then her next tweet was if Corinne Bailey Records had a smell, that's what Fran is. <laughs> You know what's funny? I think when yes. people meet me, the first thing they compliment me is on how I smell because I think they think the naturalness of my advice would make me smell Like outdoors differently. or something. Like, oh, she smells like outside. <laughs> right. Oh, they got you all messed up. Right. Okay, they don't know. So I'm, it's they always know a pleasant surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you just said, obviously they don't pay attention either because you just said last week you got a closet full of what in your house? Right. Oils. The Everything oil bar, you need like from Dustin. A to Z. <laughs> See what I'm saying? They talking about, they thinking she going to be stanking. You out your... I've been got mad for anybody even having the notion that you stay. You know, but okay, you You got the notion. (laughs) And actually, speaking of stinking, a lot of (laughs) a lot of people have tweeted me saying that they they, use long deodorant. And it worked for him. I love Lone. Shout no, out for no, no. Let me be clear. Shout out to Lone Deodorant that sent me my own Lone bottle. Yes. Lone did, deodorant. Which is so sweet also of them. As well. And I tested it. I didn't and. tell nobody that I was with. I was testing it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I ain't got no complaints, hey, so it was good. Now, this, yeah. hey, this wasn't no long term, you know, research. <laughs> this is just a, on the spot, kind of like I couldn't go in the other room because I had to be ready. So you know, <laughs> I used it. <laughs> but people were tweeting me saying, "Fran, I tried the no deodorant challenge that you gave what? us." No, you did, and I was like. Okay, yeah. unless I'm tripping, did I ever say to not I wear deodorant? I do not believe that you said ever. that. Ever. But so many people tweeted that, that I was like, well, either I'm going crazy or or I did a segment that I Tell those remember. people, for those of y'all listening that did this, 
You, she did not say that. And Ever. you need to go back and ask the people around you <laughs> if you really succeeded or and not. And you've been musty for nothing. Because <laughs> you can't just, the, the, let me tell you something. I was going to say detergent. Me. Deodorant ain't nothing. You can just quit cold turkey <laughs> now. You know, you got to wean yourself. Or, you know, you, your body, that takes time to change. You ain't, maybe you can go from seven swipes to five, and, you know, to maybe three. You know what I'm saying? To maybe one, like on a weekly basis until, you know, you wean. It's like weaning a baby off the titty. Swipes, yeah. <laughs> Well, I count y'all don't count y'all swipes. I do because I always want I'm it to be two. even from arm to arm. Oh, I'm like ten, <laughs> but I'm a big funky ass man, so you know I have five, to. Five, you know you gotta do it outside. I'll never forget sidebar. This is some oh, total sidebar, but I'll never forget the time I saw that funky ass man putting um, deodorant. He had under. I was at the gym and he was putting deodorant under his arms. Oh, he was a fat funky bastard, and he was putting deodorant all over his feet. His underarms and his feet going back and forth, and then he sprayed like athlete's foot spray all over his feet and up his legs. I remember I was like, I'm never coming back to the gym again. <laughs> oh my I ain't gonna God. say what chain it was, but let's just say I ain't going back. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, you know what? Before we move on, I have to tell you guys. So Lone, I just had a meeting with them with Lone Deodorant, uh-huh. and um, I had a meeting with them this past weekend, and they are now sponsors on my tour. Lone! So everyone that is attending the tour, you will be getting a bag of all the loan products. And I'm for all I know for every (laughs) you know I do my thing. You're so smart. Um they because apparently the shout out that we gave them on that episode and every episode since made such a massive impact on their year financially that they were like we have to do something for you, Fran. Like, we can't just leave that at, like, thanks, you know? And I was like, well, let's figure it out. So they're jumping on the tour and are going to bless everyone with their products on every stop. Well, look at so that. For those, yes, So for Lone. those of y'all that were participating in the, the no smell, whatever, and yeah, was please doing, get you some Lone. Get you some Lone, okay? <laughs> And if you haven't tried it yet, the fact that Dustin, yes. you guys know that he's not going to play around having anybody smell. You yes. may not trust my word because you think I may be a little too natural, but Dustin, Dustin is the last person it to have y'all smelling crazy. And if he's saying it's working, I'm telling One you. One night only like Dina Jones, but it worked. <laughs> it worked, I'm telling you. So go to Lone Body Care and try them out. You will not be disappointed. I loved it. I'm happy for them. And shout out Yay. to Lone. Let me tell you something. Shout out. I knew they were all right. But when now they, they named some, all... Oh, now they are, you know, can't do no <laughs> wrong in my eyes. But I knew they was all right because their name sounded like that cool nigga in the hood that like, like used to Lone. go to older sisters or something long. Usually their name was like DeLone or, you know, like <laughs> something like that. Everybody called them Lone. You know, Lone may have driven a Mustang, usually a 5.0, and that's what they I'm said. So you know, Lone, drive, a, drive that black 5.0. Dustin you know, Lone. is such an actor. Lone. <laughs> and it's a company that is run by women. And I hate to say it, oh, but I think men. that's the reason they hit me up and said, you know, thank you for doing that for us. We want to do something for you. I'm sorry, but only women think like that. Right, That's the reality yeah. of it. Anybody else would have been like, good looking out, sent me a tweet. We would have told you we would take you on a date. We you would know? have DMs you on some <laughs> bullshit. Like, so the fact, you know, that kind of emotional intelligence, no shade, but all the shade, that was a group <laughs> of women. And they... The fact that they were like, we want to have a meeting. We want to be part of your tour. What can we do to to share this wealth? I'm like, beautiful, beautiful. So please keep supporting them. They're supporting us. Yes. It's just a cool cycle of support. So I love that. Yes. All right. Well, let's jump into speaking of favorite things. You guys really enjoyed last week's episode. 
good fans. That was a really fun show. Wasn't it fun? It was. It inspired me, too. I think we need to do, like, random... PETA episodes. PETA thugs. Fuck PETA, Peter man. Brown. I'm tired of the hoes bullying us. It's, t- it's time to stand up, damn it. And I'm so glad that I'm leading this. This is going to be one of my... <laughs> I, 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 It is now an initiative. Okay? Oh, my God. I, I, I set a goal oh, in no. 2017 to be more philanthropical. <laughs> and my one of my first initiatives in giving back is getting in Peter's ass. So I'm about to start a coalition. Okay, you know how you got the Peace Coalition? What are y'all going to be called? The Piss Coalition, because we pissed off at Peter. <laughs> and from now on, whenever you see them, when they go low, you swing high with your fist. That's so what you piss, do. So does Piss stand for anything? Yeah, I'm, we pissed off. Because I'm, I'm looking at Peter is some shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Peter is so shitty. Yeah. Piss. Peter is so shitty. Are people in straight shock? Like, why are y'all tripping like yes. that? Piss. Why are y'all have so many t- People in straight shock at Peter. So I am, let me tell you, brethren, oh my, God. my brethren and my sistren, <laughs> you all are not alone. We are gonna take Peter back. <laughs> I'm telling you. We're going to do no, what's not I'm been done yet. You hear this politician talk? We need a camera in here. Y'all don't see the politician hand. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Okay, give me, po- <laughs> give me politician in a love and hip-hop confessional hand. No. Hmm, okay. <laughs> you want me to give you... I'm going to read... Give this me, is, give I'm me Dust, my name is Dustin Ross, and I'm going to be reading Miss Nikki Baby. I'm going to be reading <laughs> Miss Nikki Baby as Hillary Clinton. No, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> well... Today, I found out (laughs) that Safari doesn't know how I get down. (laughs) I've got to go see him and let him know that I am a bad bitch. (laughs) Okay, give me um, Mm -hmm. give me Yandy Trump. Yandy Trump. Yes. Oh my God, y'all. It's really, it's it's just, uh, this is just, just really getting ridiculous. You know, I, I'm the wife. Oh, yeah, okay? Yandy. You're, you're, I'm, I'm, you're I'm the, the wife. wife. I'm the wife. You're the wife, okay? Yandy. You got the ring, in. I've got the ring. I've got it. You see it. They're going to tell these nasty lies. Say I'm not married. You know it's crazy. All right. It's garbage. All right. Talk to us about Erica and Samantha, Yandy. I don't even no. like talking like him. I feel like I need to take a shower. So let's just move on right, to the next I'm show. Triggered. I just... am too. I didn't got mad all over again. <laughs> I saw again. your face totally like, warm. I, I just thought about what I'm like. I'm making myself me <laughs> <laughs> like him. Oh hell no! Let me. No 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 no. Let's back this train on up into the station. Reset. Right. Go ahead, friend. So on last week's show, we discussed a few of our favorite things. We discussed movies, books, random things like uh, beauty products, house appliances, you name it. And you guys jumped in on the conversation and had a lot to share about your favorite things and what you thought about our favorite things. So what stood out to you, Asante? I actually pulled from the Twitter (laughs) at the (laughs) Pod. At LJ number two, and then spelled out six. I thought you were just finna say LJ Reynolds. <laughs> you know who LJ Reynolds is? The soul singer from the 70s. Shout out to everybody who know who LJ Reynolds is. And if you do, when you get to this point in the episode, tweet all of us at Friends on Pod and let us know you know who the fuck LJ Reynolds is. Go ahead, Asante. Well, LJ26 <laughs> tweets, you guys forgot about Robert Townsend showing WB, The Parenthood. Oh, shoot. And when I saw that, I was like, damn, The Parenthood was the shit with Zarya now. 
So I just had to go ahead and shout that out. And also another favorite tweet of mine, because it reminded me of back when I was doing, I was so, you know, blessed and highly favored because I was on my friend girl course, coursework. And um, <laughs> at Ms. Watch My Tweets, they added, hey, friend, hey, and said, these products have been the best things I've added to my daily slash weekly routine. Thanks, at Friends on Pod. Oh, and then I it's the pictures that. of the coconut oil, the Aztec clay, the sesame oil. And the water flosser. Yes. I saw that. Yes. That was dope. Yes. I it made me feel fly. like I, I should do a video that would be like the Hey Front Hey kit. <laughs> you should. Right? Like mm-hmm. of all the basics that I've suggested over the year that I feel like if you need like a starter pack. Or that's what I would call it. The Hey Front hey hey starter, starter Pack. pack. Yes. Yes. You know, like those memes? You should totally make a meme for it and like totally <laughs> yes. release it on your in- official sure Instagram. Will do it for me. You have to do it. <laughs> but I should do a video because that would be cute because all the stuff she posted, literally things I've been discussing for like mm-hmm. five years. I actually dug into the Twitter street <laughs> too. Okay, it was a party. Ooh, black are, party, are. black party. Hey, we out okay. <laughs> um, Loving Me said. The main character in the Bronx tale is in jail involved with an NYPD officer murder and had a drug problem. It was on the ID channel because <laughs> I said that I love the Bronx tale. It's one of my favorite things. So I was very devastated to hear that about Kalodro. Um <laughs> I thought she was joking, but then I Googled it and she's not. So everyone, let's send him our love. <laughs> I wish y'all could see their faces. Um, what did you find in these Twitter streets, Dustin? Okay, so... Oh, and Terrell Hicks. That was the beautiful girl's name from Bronx Tale that also plays Keisha in Belly. Her name is Terrell Hicks. Mm. Oh, that's, Remember that's Terrell Keisha. Remember Terrell Hicks? Mm. Yeah. Is she still asleep? Because, <laughs> you know, you weren't supposed to wake Terrell Hicks up when she was Keisha. So, is Terrell up or is she still asleep? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and it's Tuesday. <laughs> well, Wednesday now. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's why you know she's still asleep. You know what happened with, with McConnell? So what's going on in them Twitter streets over okay, there? Because so <laughs> it's about to go all the oh, way. I it's see. about to be three right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so in the Twitter streets, everybody was so. Every I want to give a shout out to Don Richard. Who tweeted? Yes. Yes. yes, she said, "Big ups to friends on pop for seeing in all caps me as an artist. I'm honored and I appreciate you guys always. So shout out to her for paying attention. Yay. Shout out to the droves of people. It's so many. I'm not gonna mention anybody by name, but everybody that tweeted me about big business and tweeted like the gifts from the movie and said <laughs> oh, they I loved that, that movie too. Like that was just y'all made my heart smile. <laughs> and so I love all you guys." Um, I also want to give a shout out to it's coming up right now. I gotta find it. Even though we're on the air, I'm gonna find it. Okay. Uh Elton Anderson Jr., who said Friday the 20th is way scarier than Friday the 13th. I also want to give a shout out to <laughs> at Y or excuse me, W H Y T R U Y. Uh, not Pinkett Smith, who tweeted, I'm not a fan of cyberbullying, but I do think we should join together as a nation and bully the Trumps, the baby too. And they used a gif, no. they used a gif of Latoya Jackson pointing her finger <laughs> in a director's chair when she said it. And that made it funny, whether you agree with being the bu- bullying the baby or not, because y'all already know how I feel. <laughs> but anyway, I also want to give my last shout out to at Izzy Also oh Pretty, I-Z-Z-Y underscore O-H-S-O-P-I-T-T-Y, who tweeted, in quote, 
what I look like, comma, curling my hair for this with a gif of Michelle Obama uh, rolling her eyes at the inauguration with her hair slicked back in a bun that is not down or curled. So that was hilarious to me. There's so much more I could say, but the Twitter streets were all about um, highlighting. I'm not even going to say disrespecting. I'm not going to say pointing out the flaws. Highlighting the things that were notable about the inauguration footage that we were forced to see, because I don't know anybody personally who watched it. I didn't. I definitely didn't, but I saw the tweets and, like, video clips on Twitter. And so shout-out to everybody. of the empty streets. Yeah, I literally saw a tumbleweed going across the Lincoln Memorial (laughs) steps. I did. I did. I heard somebody's phone ringing (laughs) during his speech. I did. Wasn't nobody there. <laughs> Did y'all see the, the video of the kids screaming, <laughs> No! When they <laughs> swore him in. Did you guys see that? No. Was it Baron? <laughs> no, it was a little white kid that was crying and he just started screaming. So it was Melania. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> you know, she I'm telling screaming. y'all now, it's Trump jokes for the for four years. Yeah. Anybody that don't want to hear me tick, I'm telling out. you. They're going to be memed out. You this know they is, are. We, ain't got no, we, got, we literally have to laugh to keep from crying. And Ugh, what better people to make fun of? Days. Right. You know what I'm saying? Of lies. <sighs> or excuse me, alternative facts from Kellyanne Conway, who literally looks oh like, as God. I've said before, somebody took a, some kosher salt and a lemon wedge <laughs> what? and put it on her asshole and then oh. took a dirt devil and put it on her asshole and turned it on. That's what Kellyanne Conway looks like. Somebody says she looks like one of the bananas in pajamas on mesh. She looks inside out. <laughs> she do look like that, too. When oh, they said God that, forgive you me. Remember the bananas in pajamas? That's why I'm like, what? <laughs> she looks wooden. She looks wooden like a like totem like pole, a like somebody carved her. She does. She looks like Stonehenge in the face. You know how them big-ass rocks is just standing she up She do there? like some Grand Canyon formation. That's what she looks like. That's what she looks the like. The rock formation. She's a horrible-looking woman. And did you see what she had on at the... Uh, did you see that picture of her looking like a goddamn cadet? I thought the bitch was in ROTC. Did you see it? Oh, the red, white, and blue. Yes. Yeah. Looked like looking like an ice cream. Remember them firecrackers? They were so yes. good, especially the white part. <laughs> yes. So good. That's what she looked like. But she looked like a nasty, slimy, rotten, moldy one. I hate her guts. She's so stupid. And she forces us to deal with her stupidity. She literally got her ugly ass on TV and said... And he just, you know, he presented alternative facts and then snickered after she said it. She literally set up and thought about a way to describe a lie without calling it a lie. But isn't it mind-blowing, I just have to say, that, was his name Spicer? Yes. Got on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And said it's the most watched and attended inauguration when we clearly saw the opposite. (laughs) And... The fact that he even got on TV to say that in the first like, place was, like, mind-blowing. Like, I was like, like is this yeah. our life? Like, that's important to the administration, the perception of how many people were there, how popular it was. And even the conversation, how it's being prolonged about, mm-hmm. like, this is really what Trump... Meanwhile, he's signing damning executive orders. Right. Right mm-hmm. underneath their nose while everybody's... while they're While they're baiting the media into a conversation about... 
uh, about how many people is at the motherfucking inauguration. Now, I knew that that Spicer uh, bastard, I knew something was wrong with him when I first saw him because all his features were too close together in the middle of his face. (laughs) Have you noticed that? Like his, his, it's like all his, it's like, it's like they put, it's like God put a million dollars in the middle of his nose and then his eyes and his lips and I was like, go! And everybody just ran towards the middle of his face. That's what he looks like. His eye, his features are too close. It's a, almost a deformity that would cause like mental um, ramifications and consequences. But like, even the way he crazy. was reading, mm-hmm. he could not take his eyes off of the paper. I was like, this is really our life. Yeah. This is our government. It's like unbelievable. It's shocking. And embarrassing on an international front. Yeah. But anyway, though, what was we talking about? We just have to get that out the way because it's hard not it's to. Hard not it's hard to, not to just... acknowledge what the world has done. Well, not the world. We know what percentage of people did this. But anyways, <laughs> so. Glad that there are not cameras in here. <laughs> so, <clears throat> on this week's show. <laughs> Mind your business, friend. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> on this On this week's show, I had a question. <laughs> question? Here we go with some shit. Anytime, friend. <laughs> right, you you heard her. She was like, Here we go. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I cross my leg, mm-hmm. you know we're in danger zone. Okay. And bend the ankle. Oh, there you go. You know, shit is going <laughs> look, down. She, right look, there. she still got the shoe on, so you know. Okay, you know it's okay. Something. Right, right. You know what's right. No, you didn't. Why do you know my life? So, I'm going to ask Dustin first. Oh, Dustin Ross. Yes, friend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dustin Garfield Ross. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, so knowing everything that you know about yourself, right? Okay. As a person, as a man. Yes. The good, the bad, the secrets, mm-hmm. the parts of yourself that no one will ever know that you're taking to the grave. Hmm. <laughs> the parts of yourself you're still fixing, figuring out. Yes. You know, would you date Dustin Ross? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> First of all, <clears throat> let's start with the with the obvious benefits, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? I come from the Midwest. I have strong family values. I know how to time my cuss words right so it don't look like I'm cussing for the thrill of cussing. No, I know how to fucking cuss. You know what I'm saying? For emphasis. These are the things that matter. These okay. are the these are the important things. <laughs> these these are just the umbrella items. We could break them down into smaller segments, but you know, um, I know how to gamble. I have um won far more fist fights than I've lost. <laughs> I um handy around the house. My father taught me my way around the toolbox. Um, I do love that. Yes, I'm an avid reader. You know, I always yeah. want to know more. I believe in putting Vaseline on my feet and sleeping in socks, so you won't have a problem in that department. We can always take my shoes off. Side note: mm-hmm. people on SoundCloud were loving your book recommendations. Yes, they there were. There were a lot of people that were like. They felt like y'all were soulmates. Those were really good pieces of literature that defined me. So that dials back into the fact that not only am I an avid reader, I make good choices. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just fucking with y'all. But would I date myself? Like knowing what you really know about how you are as a person. I would say yes, and here's why. At, at my core, I believe in doing what's right. I believe in things being just and fair in, in their I just just in their center, you know what I mean? I, I believe in there being integrity in situations. And so 
sometimes I respond harshly when that is absent, when I feel like that's not there. So all of that is reactionary. I'm really a good guy. And I know that I would do right by somebody. I know that I would work really, really hard. And I know that I am very open to learning and being like a really good person and being better than I, I ever knew I could be. You know, really defining my capacity and my potential and achieving that. Um, you know, I know my way around the mattress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would date me. Yeah, I would date me. But what about the darker parts of you? And obviously, you don't have to share with those. The are. reason I would, I would, in spite you of, still take that chance because I know that at my core, and I know that even the darker parts are offshoots of me being unhappy about something not being right. You know what I'm saying? So I would know that I, I, I'm somebody that you can reason with and I'm somebody that tries to use logic. So even when I'm on my bullshit, I know I'm bullshitting. You know I'm bullshitting. Let me win the argument. You know I'll be over it. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> Let me have my way because ultimately my way is going to be better for the both of us. It's not just about me. I'm thinking about us both. It's my way, but I'll show you the benefits for you. So I would so definitely <laughs> date my way. I would definitely date myself, and I would encourage myself to be even better because I knew everything about me. Mm. So okay. it would be a great relationship. I think <laughs> I found the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Not Fran, the camera. Yeah. <laughs> the capillary. That you turn into a hand. So yeah, hand. okay. Self-love, self-care, baby. Maybe this has been what I've been looking for all along. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. What about you, Asante? I'm dating myself right now. <laughs> Real shit. That's me, too. The past six months been amazing. I mean, and I, I love dating myself. You know, it is just much, it's easier. You know, you're just making yourself happy. And with the dark parts, those are the parts that you get to work on with yourself. When you're dating somebody else, it's like, all right, I got to deal with my stuff and this other person's stuff. What if the dark part is big, though? That's when they really look like, you know. <laughs> Wait, like which the dark area. part you talking no, about? Like the dark part on the teeth. You know, the dark part. No, the areola, the dark part. Remember you was little, that's what you, you said, oh, that teeth is the dark part, the big dark part. The, the big dark part. <laughs> you know what they say about that, the dark part. Oh, my God. <laughs> That is so disrespectful, but if we were kids, we didn't know no better. We didn't know what the hell an areola was. We knew it was the dark part. <laughs> Woo! Go ahead. Because, you know, for the longest, uh -huh. it was only... <laughs> you can't see the dark part around other people. You didn't. Like, never mind. But baby, once you discover, that. I was like, oh, my God. Listen. <laughs> so it varies in, si in circumference. I didn't know. And what... Okay. I don't know um, where this conversation went. <laughs> See, I, I would completely date myself because all of the the bad things that have happened, uh, you know, that I've worked through with myself, the I've never like lost it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I've always worked through things with people. I've always tried to be good with giving other people their space and stuff like that. So I think I'm a very you know, level-headed, cool guy. Like, I have my very dramatic moments. I'm a super dramatic and funny, crazy person. But it's like, if you think that all that is, like, unstable, because some people read it sometimes, like, oh, this nigga's unstable. But it's like, <laughs> I just am very chaotic in a lot of ways. And I feel like a, other people can be, and they just don't like to deal with that. So when they see it on somebody else, it's kind of like, 
Oh, hell no. But, like, for me, I guess because I'm so used to being jumbled any fucking way, even though I'm trying to, like, get all that together, it's, like, fun. It's, like, all right, you're getting this together, but life is a little... Life is short, but life is long anyway, so it's kind of this journey that you go on, right? So you just have fun as you're going through things anyway. Now, when there's somebody else involved that is not me, you know, they may not see that. They may see just themselves trying to get their stuff together and someone else is having too much fun. But, you know, if you can't have fun, then you're not trying to really grow in my eyes. So, you know, I'm always having fun. I'm always growing. That's why I would date myself. You know, you, you want to date someone that's always having fun, that's always growing. It's like, what are they doing? They're so happy. They're always moving. And then you figure out that they <laughs> be sad. Because, you know, I'm just, this is weird, but I'm like, I'm getting happy thinking about myself. Like, I hear that. Just thinking about, <laughs> just thinking about how, like, <laughs> no I. No pays like self pays. Y'all are honest. Listen, today. when you've been through some shit and you Hello. can say, I've been, <laughs> like, look, when you can say, this was some bullshit that I just dealt with, but I, I've made it through this shit or I'm in the process of going through this shit. I've been through some shit before that. And I made it through that shit. And I'm able to laugh. You can't let. You may not be able to laugh today or, or tomorrow, but there's gonna come that day where you can laugh, and it's just gonna be the hardest, heaviest cackle you've had. And I've given myself those laughs. Them Doctor Simone okay. laughs. Yes, you know them Doctor Simone. Oh God, no, I let everything okay. go back to okay. This show. But friend, you know everybody co-signed that Married to Medicine is one of the they best shows have. on TV. There has been a, a roar and an outpouring of support. Um, and there brotherhood. Really has. Yes, married to medicine I is the shit. I promise you, the the friend, the way that they even tackle friendships, not even just marriages, the way that they tackle friendships is beautiful to me. Oh it's God, beautiful. I, and Dr. Jackie and Dr. Simone, the way that they laugh, they can make each other laugh. Like I love those moments. And you and yourself could watch that together. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Nice okay, Netflix and chill with myself and what? Do you know how much the movies were for each of us by ourselves? Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I mean, to go to the movies by yourself and to throw all the seasonings in the bucket and not have to share. Oh I'm just like, <laughs> you always gonna like what you order. What they, what you order for yourself? <laughs> okay, and and you can always send it back your damn self if you don't like it and can't nobody sit there and judge you for it. And you can tell yourself. Fuck it. I, if I want it done right, I'm going to do it my damn self and not even get offended. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can it's, I just say, Asante put chocolate-covered almonds in his popcorn, and <laughs> it was so hard for me to keep my hand out of his I know it was for that salty and sweet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was so what, mad at you Because you know, Because, you know, you can't just be Ooh. reaching in the popcorn and the candy and the pop. Because you're making too much noise. Ooh, it was so, just so good. I hated you that, that those it two hours. Good, my only concern would be the chocolate melting when I'm grabbing in. Because a messy hand. Well, you know, we went be. to the black nah, theater, so the popcorn ashy. wasn't that hot. <laughs> these were ashy oh, okay. candies from the Harlem Theater. <laughs> also, you could just bring, like, a utensil. Especially oh, a friend call, because Fran be having her tote. So oh, we could put, okay. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like salad, you know, them salad tossers. We could use them oh, to just eat. Y'all, that's no full salad imagine. in the movies, <laughs> crunching and stuff. Because, you know, we went to see Fences and those quiet parts. Oh, Fences was good. It was really good. So Triggering good. as fuck. But yes. good. So good. I walked out of there like, yep, never get married. Oh my God! Denzel Washington was a he was the Speaking worst. Right, dating me while we here. <laughs> he was the worst person I had ever seen oh in my, my life, which means he played the shit out of that role. Oh my God! Him and Viola Bowe. If you yes. haven't seen that movie, please, please do. Oh my God! If you ain't seen Fences, hop on. If you ain't go seen, see the movie. If you ain't seen Hidden Hidden Fences under the right. moonlight. Hidden Fences. <laughs> shit, get I still on have it. to see Hidden Figures. Ooh, I, we so, friend, <laughs> would you date? Hey, friend, hey. I would and I wouldn't. Why what? wouldn't you? Because. There is literally nothing not to like about you. Okay, look, I agree. <laughs> right. See? 
<laughs> no, there's a lot that I offer that I think is awesome. And as a partner, I think I'm amazing in a lot of ways. But here's the issue. I like myself so much that I think other people are going to love me the way that I love them. And that's a problem? That's down. absolutely a problem. Give it to me one more time. Because you get led down. Right. Yep. You can't Because you're expecting with, them? You, oh, I'm the ex- expectation. Right. Okay. You, not that. everyone overextends. And you know what's another thing I've learned, too? <clears throat> not everyone overextends, and that's not a bad thing. Some people are smart and have boundaries, mm-hmm. and they're not going to give you 100% immediately because they just know better. <laughs> but I don't have boundaries. Mm. That's my problem. So I would give you 100% immediately. Not saying that I meet you one day and the next day I'm at the house cooking for you and rubbing your feet. Not like that, but I mean... As you feel safe. Right. You have no problem being vulnerable. Yes, exactly. I don't have those rules of like 90 days or I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that. I really am someone that goes off of how I feel. But the thing is, a lot of times how I feel, it can get confusing about like, well, (laughs) is this person deserving of this? Because I still have a lot of things I'm working out, obviously. So... Yes, I'm awesome and would date me in a lot of ways, but no, because I have very high expectations. And I and I also get turned off very easily. That's something I notice mm. about myself. Like, if you don't do things a certain way, I can be very quick to be like, mm, and then suddenly get very cold. Yeah, I mm. hate that. It's a switch that I have, and I think that that is immature <laughs> and unrealistic. I'm the same way, and it's very hard for me to forget in those circumstances. Right. It's very hard for me to overlook things when I feel like you have hurt my feelings right. or not been considerate of me right. in general. So me and you, Yeah, like we if see I feel that friends. threat, you know that <laughs> yes. threat where either I feel like, like you okay, so. not considering me or it's showing me where you're prioritizing me in your yep. life or just even your level of respect for me. Respect is a big thing. Like, I need to feel safe. I need to feel respected. Mm. And once I see any kind of shift away from that, listen. Yep. Away, away, <laughs> away, away. Literally. Away. <laughs> that's literally me. Okay. So that's the part. And I think that that's something that's very immature. And I have to work on that because you cannot get into a relationship thinking that a person is going to treat you 100% the way you expect. Why not, friend? But Damn. you know what? You still have to have your standards, though. You know, that right. doesn't mean that you can let a person treat you however they feel. It still has to make sense and be within how you view yourself. But the issue that I think I'm learning right now in myself is what is that that blurred line, though, between... Letting people be who they are in a relationship and learning you, because you know we have to learn each other, but also having my expectations. So if how did it make you feel? Well, yeah, but you also have to admit though how sometimes the things that you feel aren't always fair. Mm. Fuck that shit. (laughs) How did it make you? Because I know that about myself. (laughs) I'm not fair all the time. Sometimes my expectations are a little ridiculous. If you just even get like a little bit of a screw face, you just like not with it no more. Like. Mm-mm. Where I'm like, I quit you. <laughs> this is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done. No, but truly, like, I've had moments where I had to catch myself because I'll be so annoyed and irritated and I'm done. And then <laughs> I'm done, Ronnie. Well, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like, Fran, relax. What but, the fuck? But, but why can't that just be <laughs> your It all instinct? stems from insecurity half the time, too, yes. where you're just so mm. insecure. I've, that you're I say like, this to you a lot. I'm done. 
me and you, I, I swear to God in heaven, like, <laughs> the exact same when it comes to dating, dating expectations, and relationships. If you trigger that insecurity. Your view I'm, to a relationship. All of that, we are, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm getting on that crazy. horse. And I'm the runaway bride real quick. Quick and happy, too. And happily. <laughs> With when Cynthia B, Bailey, okay, <laughs> Cynthia Bailey said life is a runway, and Cynthia Bailey is ready to walk it alone. alone. <laughs> That's a very easy conclusion to Was arrive that her, at. Her, her you know, slogan. Uh huh. So tagline this season. She's been yep. kicking ass this season she too, has. like nailing this season. But anyway, so it's I'm very easy to, to get that there. out. Yes, and I know that about myself. So those are the things that I have to figure out. And the, here's another question I have for you guys too, because. One thing that I'm kind of tackling now, as you guys know, since the last episode we talked about relationships was with Maya, where we had the celibacy abstinence conversation. Mm -hmm. I have, you guys, I have not dated, had sex, uh, drank, or smoked since July. Ooh. Right? July. That's You a, look good. You're doing that for the whole hood. Yeah. yeah, and obviously... Don't listen to me. That's not me telling you to do it. It's just something that... You're sharing. I'm sharing. Really? Yeah, it clicked with me. It's something that I've kind of made the vow to do. And I feel really good about it. I haven't been feeling weird or be or like at home, Mariah Carey wall sliding. I'm like totally <laughs> fine. Um, but here's something, though, that came up in conversation recently that made me wonder, too, how healthy it is to disconnect the way that I have from men. Because how do you measure your growth and your triggers and your evolution as a partner, as an individual, for me, you know, as a woman, if I'm disconnected? You get what I'm saying? Like, let's say I were to start dating now. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm any healthier than I was in my last relationship just because I haven't dated in six, seven months. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So how are you sure that the time you're taking off is actually making you a better partner without those measures of another person to bounce off, to bounce that that off of? Do you mm. get, I don't know if I'm making no, sense. No, yeah, absolutely, because it's almost like that chemistry with your friendships even like... Shows you where you're at. Right. Yeah, but, so how do you know that if you're at home still, by yourself? Absolutely. Because when it's time for you to start dating... Your entire approach and your view to dating will be completely different. You will take the well, pause. Well, it should be. I think it will. Right. Because <laughs> knowing you, if I know you the way that I believe I do, you're not going to do all that shit for nothing. You're not right. just going to take this break, <laughs> okay, <laughs> from everything fun. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> for nothing. You know right. what I mean? Right. So I think that when you do begin to date, I think that you will take the pause when it comes to making certain decisions to like invest into this relationship or involve yourself deeply, I think you won't be so quick to jump all the way in the next time around. Right. I think that you'll be able to take that pause right there and make a, and have that th moment of thought like, okay, is this the most wise decision for me to make? What are the possible consequences of this and that? Yes, I'm completely enamored with this person, but I just got off of that sabbatical and I did this research, and I remember reading this point. I really think that that's, like, what your whole school of thought will be. Right. So it'll change. It'll be worth it. I don't think you're doing this for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And not even that. Oh, no. I don't, friend. <laughs> Look at your <laughs> face. 
You look like Miss Sophia. Because I don't think you're doing this. Another, well, another question for that might be, you know, you're taking this time to work on yourself, but who's to say when you are, you know, ready to go back to dating, whoever, whomever you start to date, will they be ready to to date somebody? Like, you know, how, how are you going to know that you're at a place to where you're going to meet somebody that will be ready as well? Because I think it's important to know that you have stuff to work on and you will come back from it. You've had that space to have that time or person removed. So you should know like a good thing is coming. But at the same time, how do you know that that next person that you get to is going to be have worked on themselves or is ready to move into something, too? I also don't believe that there's ever a right time for anything. I believe that all you can do is prepare yourself to be um, to be um, capable of managing something when it happens. But I don't think you can ever say, okay, you know what? Now nah, I'm finna start dating. I think you just oh, gonna right. meet somebody yeah. and like be like, fuck and be inspired. this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that was fun, but right. uh, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, because it because here's the thing, like PTSD from bad relationships is a real thing. It's, it's so real. <laughs> oh, it's so real. Everybody's in here taking deep breaths. Um, so I've, the reason this conversation even popped into my head was because I've have a couple of friends that have taken time off, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're starting to date people again after time off. Mm-hmm. And in dating those people, they're getting triggered from old shit and realizing right. that even though they took that time off, shit still feels nerve-wracking. And they still have the PTSD, you know, the trauma, the fears, the same, like, is this fuck boy shit going to come back again? And they can't really relax. And, and, you know, and it makes you wonder, like, what, like, have I done the work then if I'm feeling what, this well, way? Well, is some of that, well, I, again, I try to rethink my question. Is some of that coming from they're scared of going into this thing again after, you know, what has after happened? After all this break, or yeah. Or is some of it triggering because of what another person might be, like, the other person might be doing? Like, are they not ready because the person they're with, like, might it be a little something, like something too nice, like, oh, this person's taking me, almost like imposter syndrome, I guess, like, this person is taking me in consideration, like, that's real nice, but... (laughs) This is weird. actually, the (laughs) other person was nice too for a minute, and now that makes me think, like... But that's what I'm saying, those traumas are very real. Like, even with me, there's a boy that I met recently, and even though I'm not going to date at all, like, because I just really made that vow to myself, and I just kind of want to stick to it, Especially because it's been really productive for me. This has probably been the most productive six, seven months of my life. I'm seeing the correlation. Um, But this dude I met was just so freaking, first of all, he's the cutest thing on the face of this earth. So sweet. So awesome. All these things that are my mental checklist. It was like, check, check, check. And he felt really nice on an emotional level. You know, you have your intuition, whether it's a little shady or not. (laughs) Sometimes, for the most part, um, he felt good and immediately my mind went to my you know previous relationships like yeah well they felt good too (laughs) (laughs) and I remember catching myself and being like ew you're being one of those girls that like the boy has to be like don't um, fault me for what your ex did. But, they, but, 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 that's a, but that's such a moment when it like, Right, like I had like, to catch myself. I was like, to, oh my God, you're such a bird. Like you do need a no. young to come in and tell <laughs> I don't know. I think that I think that because you haven't been dating and it's been so long, you know what the old adage is. <laughs> the quickest way to get oh over God. a man Just is to get, get under another. Else. Okay, so I think in theory though, not literally, but right. I think that because you haven't been dating and just entertaining other men, You've had nothing to keep your mind, nothing in that um, 
area realm, yeah. or realm to keep your mind off of the shit that you are still mad about the other person about. Right. So essentially, it's just been simmering. You know what I'm saying? So right. And that's what heat. I'm saying. Yeah. You had the flame on one all this time. So but that's, that's where, what I'm saying. That's the problem. I think that that is where. Most of us keep it on low heat. I just think that that when it comes to like celibacy and taking a break like that, I think that's one of the things that you have to buy into. You know that you're going to have this heightened sensitivity to, like, past relationship right, trauma. Right. So you just have to be on your shoulder, you know, be the other friend. Like, okay, girl, but fuck that because this, this is a good man. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I ain't going to fuck it up. You know what I'm right. saying? Well, I, I'll text Dustin and Asante about that other nigga later. <laughs> In the meantime, let me enjoy this, you know. But how do you ramen. remove the PTSD from previous relationships when <clears throat> someone's making you feel good? Like, play, how do you do that? You can focus on the fact that you feel good. And just let it be what yep. it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you don't let the fear consume you in any way. Or do you acknowledge that it's there? You but just... definitely acknowledge that it's there. Because <laughs> otherwise, you you know, you'll walk around talking to yourself. <laughs> so you definitely acknowledge that it's there. But then you just say, you know, okay. That was what's Put up, it in the passenger side. That's not his fault. Your best friends ride. Yeah, and I, you don't feel like arguing shit. So why would you even bring that shit into the room? You don't even feel like arguing, friend. You want to smile, yeah. Listen to some music, go to eat. You know what I'm saying? Chill. You ain't even trying to get into it. Don't even think about that shit. And on a petty note, if you ever think about it on from a petty level, you don't want them running you. They still running you if you bringing that shit in your new That's relationship. That's real. Yeah. That's real. Mm-mm-mm. That's very real. Mm. It's true. There you go. Well, what you said, Mariah, before? Shake them off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but what you said about it being on low heat, I think that's the important message about it, too. Like, taking the time off. Because I personally don't really abide by that whole time heals all wounds No, some thing. shit you can get even madder about. Yeah, and over time, if you're not, like, doing something about you know it. What? I hold this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can see someone after hella years and still feel like, and whoa, still yeah, the same, yeah. <laughs> the same emotions will come right the fuck back, even after so much time has passed. So I don't really think that that is true in all situations, but that's why I'm making. What I'm hoping is that this time I'm taking off isn't in vain, and that what I will say though is that I have strengthened up in so many ways. Like obviously my career is so much better, my financial situation. My self-esteem, my confidence as a woman by myself without needing to uh, define that with a man. You know what I mean? Like, it's not defined by a relationship or how far I've gone, if I'm getting married, if I'm engaged. Like, just as a woman alone, I'm very happy with who I am, what I represent, what I'm about. So that's a good thing. I think that's important when you do take time off to make sure to kind of build up, like you were saying, Asante, dating yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. do I like who I am when I spend this time with myself because it's a lot of time mm-hmm. spent by yourself. Do I like how I look naked in the mirror? That too. Do you like how you look? Do you, you know, a lot of things that we do is that we have all these things that we apply to the people we dream of and want to date, but do those things apply to you? Got to think about it like that, especially gays. And I'm just going to leave it word there. <laughs> mm. Tell me what's the word. Right. Word up. So, and for those listening, I would love to know be honest with yourself, knowing yourself inside and out, the good and the bad, the secrets, things are taken to the grave. Would you date you? And if you wouldn't, why haven't you fixed those things that are making you not want to date you? Because I'm pretty sure you are dreaming and wishing for that dream person. But how can you dream of them if you wouldn't even be good for them? 
Mm. You know, Something after the, the spray on fade washes off, <laughs> after the waist trainer elastic breaks, mm. would you be with, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fellas, would you be with Not yourself? Ladies, would you be with yourself? Right? Something, would you? something to consider True. in this dating age. This cold ass world of sin. Then Nicki Minaj song. Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. If your dumbass voted for Donald Trump, <laughs> or if you have a friend that voted for Donald Trump, and you just need someone to talk to about that friend, or if you are that dumbass that voted for Donald Trump, and you need to talk to somebody about why you did that dumbass shit, you need to go ahead and seek out Talkspace. Talkspace is an online therapy company, and it makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist, handpicked just for you, and it's for as little as $32 a week. They won't judge you who you voted on, but I will. With that said, using Talkspace, you can text, audio, and video message your therapist as much as you want. Your Talkspace therapist can listen to you vent about work, about why your dumbass voted for Donald Trump, about why your dumbass friends voted for Donald Trump, and what you can do moving forward. And they can't even judge you for it. Hell, you might be talking to a therapist that might have voted for Donald Trump. More than likely you didn't, though. Okay. And you're going to need a good deal on your therapy because you're not going to have the Affordable Care Act also known oh, as wow. Obamacare to pay for it anymore. So you may want to take advantage of this offer code <gasps> for shit. 32 bucks a week, which is what, Asante? Sign up, learn more, and go to Talkspace.com slash zone. And a special offer for our li- listeners, you can use coupon code zone and get $30 off your first month. Show your support for this podcast. Sign up again, Talkspace.com slash zone. Offer code for our listeners is zone. That's zone and Talkspace.com slash zone. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Okay. So that's it for this week's hot button issue. Now let's jump into this week's wellness segment. Well, well. <clears throat> oh, Jesus, <laughs> forgive me. Well, 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 well. <laughs> so last week during our favorite things, I mentioned that I have an oil diffuser and you guys blew up my mentions saying what and is the that bathroom. <laughs> what is that Hopefully what does it do it. <laughs> why do you have a, an oil diffuser you know people were asking well don't you burn candles and incense like what's the difference the thing is the difference with uh, an oil diffuser is that it is helpful for people that have kids and pets because not everyone i'm thinking of my godson Um, Not everyone can burn candles when you have two and three-year-olds running around the house or your dog, you know, running up and down the past the living room table and things like that. So that's helpful for that. But it's also healthier in the sense that aromatherapy, it hits your bloodstream a little bit faster and you can customize the sense that you need for your emotional needs, your emotional benefits that are, like, based on what you're looking for. When you buy a candle... Nine times out of ten, you're just getting the candle that's available, right? Like, whether it's on the website, you kind of just go, hmm, this might smell good. Or if you this get your candle. This like a bunch of shit. Let me get this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or if you're in the store, you kind of sniff around, and then you get the one you like. But you don't really have the choice of saying, well, I know that I need energy, or I need to feel a little more balanced, or maybe I'm looking for some relaxation or I need an oil that'll help me when I'm trying to meditate. What can kind of put me in a deeper space to be able to do that properly? So that's why I like oil diffusion because you get to choose how it fits into your day based on your mood. And I think that's pretty awesome. Um, The one that I mentioned that I have is called Spa Room, S-P-A-R-O-O-M. 
I bought it off of Amazon. It was really cheap. I think I paid $30 for it. And it's made out of bamboo, has a bamboo base. Mm. So cute. So it's cute. It's adorable. It's like the cutest little thing. And then it has a globe on top of it that's made out of glass. And you put the oils inside of it. You put, um, it has like a little marker, a line marker that shows you where to fill it up with water. And then you put five to ten drops of your oil. You can do mixtures. You know, if you like frankincense and myrrh, like me. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, I love bergamot, which is one of my favorite that smells. That blue hair grease. <laughs> right? I don't no. know. Does that smell like Baltimore? No, it's like a fruity. It's sort of a fruity scent. Mm. A fruity kind of citrusy scent. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. it's known for, like, balancing your energies. And it's just really restorative. I love um, geranium. Geranium. Oh, I do like geranium. Right. And I'm mentioning oils that I think people don't uh, give enough attention to because when you think of oils, people usually mention the same ones like lavender. Canola. <laughs> black, Canola. black love. <laughs> yeah. Sweet black pussy. Love. Black Miriam, woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm mad y'all naming bodega incense. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know what? When you go to the oil spots around the corner, they got, they got the Harlem. <laughs> yes, in the African markets, they got them. But they kill me though. They got they Gucci do. guilty. Yes. <laughs> Gucci guilty. They do. They do. They do. I, I promise you. They do. I remember once there was one. I think I was with you, and it was like more money. I was like, what does oh, okay. this smell like? What is that? <laughs> more money. <laughs> Oh, bodegas. Um, but, you know, those are, like, I'm trying to think what else. <clears throat> Ginger. Ginger is another good one, too. And that lemon. You know, lemon. Oh, I do like lemongrass lemon. is one. Lemongrass lemon and ginger is one of my Lemongrass is awesome, but I love lemon. Mm. I actually was reading a study that said in different parts of Asia, they actually pour lemon oil into the vents to help keep the workers awake. Oh, wow. Yeah, in offices because of that's like the benefit that it has. It's just very uh, energetic. Yeah, so when you breathe it in, it hits your bloodstream. It can kind of help you stay up. So that's a good tip, especially for those of you in college who may be struggling in them dorms to not get on that bed and go to sleep when you know you should be studying, doing homework. Don't throw that lemon in the vent now. (laughs) Right. Everybody in your room be like, what the fuck? Why the vents are sticky and shit? (laughs) Why her room always smell like that? <laughs> and then if you're in college, don't pour no Simply Lemonade down there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your nasty ass, we done got roaches. <laughs> and another one that I love is Neroli. N-E-R-O-L-I. That's actually one of the ones that I use more than anything. It's a calming oil. And it has a nice sort of woodsy, musky scent, which I like those kind of like heavier, almost masculine scents. Um, that one is my favorite. And I usually what I'll do is I'll pour it in. And then in the morning when I wake up, because I've mentioned this before, I like to wake myself up through all of my senses. So like I'll stretch, I'll have the oil diffuser going on and just kind of wake my body up in all areas. And the Neroli oil in the morning is just so nice because it just kind of eases you into your day. So I think oil diffusers are awesome. And mine is cool because the spa room one, if any of you get it, it's cute because you click it. Like I said, the top part is a, is like a glass globe. You literally just press it down the top from the top, and it turns on. Mm. So it's really simple. There's just push, the globe. just push the globe down, and it has colors. You can turn the colors off too if you're sensitive. Because I'm a sensitive sleeper, so the lights kind of wake me up. But 
it has like all these calming lavender colors and like blues and greens and orange. It's just mm. really chill and cool. So it's something that I think you should consider if you're trying to maybe you're in a college dorm and you can't burn incense. You know, I know a lot of people have the what do they call the smoke detectors? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you live somewhere, stay somewhere. If you're at work, obviously you can't <laughs> I doubt you could burn incense at your desk, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't Unless know if that's allowed. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think an oil diffuser is cool for the, the average person because not everyone can burn candles and incense where they're staying. So just something to look into. A lot of you had questions. Hopefully that answers them. Um, and that's it. That's it. And it's a lot, a hell of a lot better than that funky ass Glade apple cinnamon air freshener. Okay. That oh my god, it's so much refuses healthier. Refuses to <laughs> stop <laughs> using them French vanilla candles and shit. Well, them candles and shit, okay, but <laughs> like Yankee that apple candles. cinnamon spray. Those give me headaches. It's, it's, it's like too you. strong though, but it's bad. too strong sometimes. I like you have the to like open your like window. You're cooking, like a cake, <laughs> sugar cookie. Oh my god, they so comforting in fall and winter. <laughs> cinnamon bake. And on yeah. a petty note, you can get a really good deal on candles. Um, after you get your oil diffuser, <laughs> you can get a good deal on candles at like TJ Maxx and Marshall. You could get like a good oil diffuser out of there I need too. To go to the Marshalls. I'm on obsessed. Yo, okay, you could get a good on, at the Marshalls on 125th. You can get a good uh, oil diffuser out of there too. So. Oh, and another thing too that I actually want to say too that I love is because a lot of the oils that we use are antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. So it actually it's it's kind of like a cool way to ward off illness too. Because it's like, yeah, because it's this antimicrobial that's kind of like floating around in the air. Because most oils are. So aside from like elevating your mood and obviously you can pick, 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 you can pick oils that help you relax and sleep. And like I said, when you go to stores with oils, whether it's like a local health shop or even the beauty owl with all the oils on oh, yeah. uh, and like Whole Foods. Right Reed, yeah, any of them, usually the oil for the most part will tell you its benefits on it. It'll, mm. You know, it'll tell you the scents, like the notes or whatever, if you want to be classy. And it'll tell you the benefits right on the bottle, especially which I think at, is great. Yes. Especially at Whole Foods. Some of them got the little machine. It'll tell you the whole you thing. You can just press the button yeah. for whatever mood you got, and it'll suggest some. Yeah, and I think it's really cool. And if you do your research, I mean, there are tons of books, too, on mixing oils. Because I've seen oil mixtures, like... If you mix like bergamot and Latin lemon, you can have like creativity boosts. You know, like there's mm. so many different cool things you can do with essential oils. And I think if you're trying to get into integrating them more into your health and wellness routine, getting an oil diffuser and kind of studying different essential oils is a really cool way to kind of get into that lifestyle. Ooh, imagine becoming like an oil mixologist. I mean, like easily. If you mix Gucci it's Gucci Guilty a re- with like French Gucci vanilla. Gucci Guilty. You get red velvet cake or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Money house blessing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, just a couple more things like it mm-hmm. helps with pain relief, improves cognitive function. Um, you can re- use, they have ones that repel insects. And they, um, what's it called? Citronella. Sit. You look at look at Dustin. That's right. I'm old school. Because <laughs> if you look at those bug repellent sprays or candles, that's the common oil, yeah. citronella. So why not just buy the oil itself and cut out all those extra chemicals? Citronella. Okay. Right. So in the summertime, that's something to consider. So good. So good. So good. Citronella. <laughs> 
<laughs> so just something to consider, you guys. And it's, it's really beneficial in so many ways. And I, you know I love oils. So any way to include them into my day and finding cool ways to add them, I will have them it. Oils is Mama Lucy, friend. Love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this week's mm-hmm. wellness segment. Hope you find that helpful. Mm-hmm. Let's go over to... TV land, Dustin. What you got for us this week? <laughs> okay. What you watch? Tell them what you watch on the TV in TV land. If you paid your bill. Okay. So <laughs> I enjoyed thoroughly this week's uh, episode of Watch What Happens Live, which aired Sunday Ooh. with none other than Nene motherfucking leaks as really? the guest. I thought she didn't want to have anything to do with that world. I Until she was they bring wasted. her name up. Okay, once they start bringing her name up, then you know. Oh, she's on the going, show they've yeah. been bringing. Oh, so, so they you know, baited she had her. something to say. Mm. So had to she slide came in, in on them right there. <laughs> oh, did she? So, I, I mean, she broke know. it down for everybody. Just because I'm not there don't mean I'm not there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she went after Marlo. She went after Phaedra. She went after Portia. She defended Candy. Candy. She defended yep. Cynthia's divorce. Yep. She defended. Um, that's about Sheree it. Sheree even, oh, almost. Oh, Sheree a little bit. She defended Sheree a little bit, too. But, but Portia, she's going to have words for Sheree soon. And, yeah, very soon. <laughs> soon and very soon. That's a gospel song. But, yes, um, it was so good. Nene just knocked it out the park, and she reminded us why we love her. The jokes never stopped. She talked about their asses like a dog with facts and broke it on down about why Portia really was upset um, with her and why. Because Portia had just been on there two weeks prior. And she was saying how her and Nene weren't friends, and she didn't know, and she was confused. And Nene was like, that's a lie, and you know it's a lie, Andy. She was like, Portia has gone on the radio bashing me, saying she didn't know she moved in my neighborhood, but she was at my house at my Women's Day brunch eating. That's what Nene (laughs) said. And meant it. Yes. It was just a great, great episode. It cleared all of it up. And to see her and Candy um, supporting each other is great because they've always had this kind of tension between them yes. for all of the well candy came on in season two nini left the show in season eight so for all those seasons you know her and nini never really were on the same page they played nice but they never were on the same page and now nini is openly vocal about how candy is right in the whole candy and phaedra beef is she coming back <clears throat> she says no but you know money talks and bullshit walks right um most of the ladies on the cast it's rumored uh, that most of the ladies on the cast made over a million dollars this season Wow. Um, Candy's rumored to make like 1.8. Kenya's right underneath her. Cynthia's right underneath her. Then Phaedra. Then um, Sheree got 800,000 allegedly, and Portia only got 700,000 allegedly for this season. Um, yeah. <laughs> make this sound. Why hasn't Nene gotten a spinoff show? She's had a couple. She had her wedding spinoff, um, and her and Kim Zosiak were supposed to have this show where they travel across country. But because of scheduling conflicts, they couldn't film it. Nene thinks well, she's too big to funny, have. Though. That would have been funny. Yeah. Right? Like Nene's not going to yeah. have a, She's big. She feels like she's moved on. She's yeah. on the fashion police now. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, she does her thing otherwise, whatever. But we still want her on Housewives. because, yeah. And she proved why on Watch What Happens Live. Speaking of Real Housewives of Atlanta, this is a great episode this week. We're going to go straight to the meat and potatoes because Kenya and Phaedra did a great um charitable acting with the children of Flint, Michigan, and they took them to, like, a summer camp for a, a few days. Was it a week, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it was um, a week. But it was a long camp. Super power- oh, you would have loved so it. Yeah. It was powerful, too. They got, I mean, 
they were talking about all the crime and stuff that's happened, losing family members and people and the like, kids the were kids. like yeah. opening up. Yeah, they were showing the kids crying, talking about their oh, experiences. Oh my god! Yeah, it was really dope. And they, they were even being so thankful. The kids were talking about we don't have a place to do this. Like young kids. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was touching. Mm. So after we got all the good stuff out the way, then the bullshit started. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. So. <laughs> of course. Phaedra. I love the face, how it morphed. Like. Yes, it was. Here we go. Because, you know, all that seriousness had me in crying thug tears. Mm. And then they, they, and Carlos King and them was right on time with the bullshit. So, Word. Phaedra called every, because Phaedra and Kenya had a successful joint at this, um, at this camp or whatever with these kids, Phaedra said, well, why don't we all go glamping, quote unquote, glamping. which is like, you know, camping with plumbing, right. um, you know, as a group. She has everyone come to this restaurant during the day. They're eating outdoor alfresco. And, Al you know, Fresco. and they, um, they, they, <laughs> by start, the way, just mm-hmm. to dial back a little bit, mm-hmm. they, it, Phaedra and Kenya went to this camp together. Yes. Like, Phaedra, do you remember Kenya was trying to sleep with Phaedra's man way back? Or oh. so they thought. Or so they thought. Right. But the truth came out that Apollo had made all that shit up. And right. he came clean before he went to jail. And Phaedra had to eat crow with her. Um, cinnamon roll face ass But anyway So <laughs> Back to this week um, So they're all sitting down At dinner Long story short Kenya brings up That when her and Phaedra Went to lunch uh, She told Kenya That Portia Was inviting them all To escape the room Together as a group To discuss How well anger management Was going for her Right Verbatim like Told Kenya Moore that Kenya Moore Gets to the dinner She brings it up At the table she says Phaedra told her that. Portia immediately says, I didn't say that. Phaedra is like, uh, well, I said, well, uh, stuttering and stammering because she was busted. And from there, Portia was unsettled. Kenya knew she was unsettled. She continued a barrage of questions, not aggressively, but definitely passive aggressively, asking her questions about anger management. Cynthia asked her a question. Candy, Cynthia and Candy both very diplomatically asked her questions about anger management. Kenya was fucking with her. Because Portia even said she was like, well, I feel something different every time she asked me motioning to Kenya than when they asked me. So but they, she still was getting smart with Candy and Cynthia, too. Because Candy even said, all right, well, then I'll ask the questions. And right. they started asking and her. And so Candy asked her how anger management was going. Portia, at that point, didn't want to talk. So she accused Candy of piggybacking off of Kenya's bullshit when she used the word piggybacking. Piggyback. That said Candy off. Because Candy already was, you know, she's already not in the most welcoming of moods when it comes to Portia and Phaedra right now. So, because the rumor is <laughs> that what Portia said about Candy and Shamia really was true. They really are like this. They really are like this. <laughs> she doing, she doing both. They said it was true. But, you know, and... Nobody really said nothing about it, but on Watch What Happens Live when they asked Nene, Nene about I was about it. to say, I like what Nene said. Yeah, you got to whisper when they asked Nene about <laughs> and it. And when Nene was like, uh-huh. well, I heard, you know, she said, She past, said, oh, not Shamia, but the I heard in the past has admitted to dipping in, in the lady, lady pond. <laughs> but then nobody, pond. but you see how it just blew over. Nobody really said because Because that's it. believable. Like, it's like Candy is... She and then the Bravo's can- editing is so shady. They're highlighting anything that could potentially Make read lesbian like, from yeah. Candy or Shamia. Of course. They're highlighting it every yeah, time. Yeah, Candy would really like this. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would, Candy would enjoy this. I know she they would. They're being so messy. <laughs> so that turned into a whole blow-up. Portia ran outside. It was great. It was. Um, especially if you can't stand Portia, it was great because she was on the verge of turning around and knocking Kenya Moore's ponytail through her eardrum. But she couldn't, you know. I just what I'm like saying? that Candy was telling her to piggy, but you better piggy oh, back Candy that didn't ass. Play. Off. Candy did not play with Portia. 
Portia and then told Portia, <laughs> Candy was like, she said, piggyback, don't say piggyback. piggyback to me. And Portia was like, piggyback, piggyback, piggyback. And Candy was like, okay. I wasn't even trying to say nothing, you know, crazy to you. Because she wasn't. I wasn't even trying to fuck Wait, with you. Wait, why did the word piggyback trigger her? It was just the because fact that. Because she's already mad at she Portia. Was just try- oh. She was literally trying to be nice and she don't right. even like Portia. So she's trying, right. to, she's trying to facilitate this conversation so she don't shit go wrong. And then Portia's getting mad at Candy. Because and Portia, Candy don't already, even, Portia and Candy are already mad at each other. And I feel like Candy didn't even really care about the therapy or whatever. She's she just didn't. trying to get the conversation to go. But Portia's feeling like they're attacking her about her anger management. Plus, Portia <laughs> want to get into it with Candy anyway, anyway because she's still any, mad about She literally wanted a piece of Candy. The favorite uh, shit. And Candy was, Candy's always ready. It was good. It she's was so good. So good. <laughs> so good. So good. It <laughs> so good. So good. Um, but yeah, that was great. Married to Medicine, another great show, great Beautiful, episode. Awesome, I had lovely. so many laughs. They should this win week. so many awards. I want to talk though this <sighs> week. I really want to talk about Mariah Huck. Because I'm really tired. Okay. Mariah is one of those people who the liar. Mariah is one of those people who cannot handle she reminds me of one of those people who was like really popular in elementary and junior high school right and maybe even high school and then you guys graduate they go away to college and they become like the small fish in the big pond mm-hmm. and they never really adjust to not having that like status they that they early. had yes yeah that's mm-hmm. mariah before this show started mariah knew all of these girls it was her idea to try to get these cameras to start filming a reality show and she genuinely thought in her heart that she was going to be the, the star. star of this show. And Quad was dating her drug dealer cousin who went to jail. And apparently, from what Mariah revealed tonight, in very poor taste, apparently Quad needed somewhere to stay after that. The bottom of that situation fell out. So Mariah and her husband let Quad come stay with them or paid her, which I think there's a lie there. Asante, did you catch that? She said they took her in, then she said they paid her apartment rent. So did you do both? And was see, it one I'll, or the other? What? But the fact that she started this conversation with Lisa Nicole, who has been the shit stain of season four. Yeah. But she started this conversation with her just to try to say some disparaging things about Quad's past on camera. What you don't realize, Mariah, with your stupid ass, is that you're just <laughs> as guilty as Quad. Because if, in fact, she was dating your drug dealer cousin, you're trying to put that out to people to try to look, make Quad look bad or less than or like she's a, a trifling, streety-type woman when she's clearly not, and she's obviously worked so hard to be something different, you look just as dirty because that wasn't just your cousin. You guys were close if you knew his girlfriend and felt comfortable enough to put him in, bring her in your house. So y'all was all running together, and you right. were just as close with that, to that drug dealer. So the, if, if what we are trying to shame is the attachment to a drug dealer, you got just as much blood on your hands, dummy. The lady's right. name is Quad? Her name is Quadria, and Quadria. she goes by Quad. Yep. Interesting. Very interesting, right? Miss <laughs> Quad, Miss Quad. She, she got, got it. She got it. it. That's Quad. So, you know, people have been snapping me scenes from Married to Medicine, <laughs> <laughs> just random scenes. Of course. With little smiley face emojis. I'm like, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing it, y'all. Send friend all the good stuff. One girl snapped me all the intros, like I guess of each woman. Oh, no. <laughs> and, 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 and look who's not in the intro. Mariah the liar. How is she not in the intro? She's just of the not show? because she, Bravo retired <laughs> her out of the goddamn. She's not. She's just not. She a got lady. demoted and she never bounced back. So, like, mm. you know. 
and and rightfully so. There's a lot of other things we could say. Dr. Heavenly had me rolling, but I was really proud of her when she said something positive about each one of those women yes. and their marriages specifically that she had definitely trashed previously, but it was sincere. I like that. All of these women have had sincere breakthrough moments on the show this season. Even Janice, and she really ain't even said nothing. Yes. Okay? But all these women have had these breakthrough moments. Meanwhile, Mariah has been petty. She's been immature. She's been get, wasting time getting dressed and then having these confessional moments where she says, well, the shoe got to push through, honey. But nobody's even <laughs> looking at her. Literally, when they're in these group settings, she's always by herself. Even in the photos, they're all holding hands, and she's, like, off to the side. They don't even fuck with her, but she's so delusional that in her mind, she thinks it's all about her. So she says her. things like, well, you know, you can't be late and cute. They can't take that. And then, mind you, when she says she was cute, she came down with yellow eyelids on the <laughs> middle and then gray on the other side. Like, she's, a, she's, a, she's, a, she's terrible. She's terrible, and I'm tired of her husband. I'm tired of them matching outfits. Oh, my God. When he got up and started dancing in that last episode, it was like, you need and to he, And he also needs to take some of that caps lock out of his tone because I understand he's been living in Atlanta for a while, but you ain't you, you need to relax. I wish somebody would have turned to, to him when they were all sitting there toasting. And they're like, yeah, so check your wives when they need checking. I wish somebody would be like, you got that? Right. Because, you know, Mariah, she needed a lot like, of... You got that, Mariah? Check your wife. when. Uh... <laughs> And watch her storm off again. So we just tired of that. But other than that, it was great. And I'm just really proud of Quad because there's been several moments where Quad could have been baited into an argument like she has been in previous seasons. But she's like blatantly, visibly making an effort to avoid confrontation unnecessarily. And that's why it makes me so mad and incensed with anger when I see Mariah <laughs> Huck on that screen. I fast forward in all of her scenes. Evelyn Lozada? Yeah. Um... <laughs> No, because we like Evelyn. No, it's totally different. This would be more like... I can't even... Is she? <laughs> She's not. I, I just hate let me just go. Let me just go on to Janice. I like Janice. Mm -hmm. I did not really care for her at first, but I just feel I like... I feel like she was trying too hard yes, at first. Yes, but I feel like we have, to, we have to reward good behavior. For a new person to be on, she has played this well. She's she not has. been turning up too much. She's been the fun friend. She tried to be helpful. She had an issue that got resolved really easily. She didn't take that issue to be like, let me keep walking all over this bitch and show them that I should be here. She took that as... We're going to start over. We're going to be good. And she's been looking great ever since, too. Well, she was Denise dropped the ball for me. And I've never been a fan of her style. But that's I mean, it's, okay. It's, not, it's fine. Right. It's cute for her. Not <laughs> but, for, but, like, but not, like, preferred. Where she dropped the ball for me was when she tried to, to like, start a verbal argument with Toya at um, Quad's husband's birthday party. I ignored About that. the whole house thing. Because I felt like oh, she was yes. trying to have a scene. yes. And, you know, that's that my biggest beginnings. pet peeve with the right. reality shit is the fake, be fake argument shit. And the fact that she tried to, like, amp it up into a confrontation, it really turned me off. You know what? And it got up and did that yeah. whole thing. Was like, uh -uh. really put a Here couple of lumps in my cream of wheat when it comes to Janice. <laughs> so, but Janice you know. has bounced back from that, I feel like. Luckily, we haven't given her a whole lot of airtime, but just enough to say, okay, she She definitely redeemed herself with me when she um, turned the beat around when they were about to argue at, at the when they first got to Hawaii and she... And, once again, Mariah's punk ass was about to start an argument and completely just ready for unnecessary and untimely confrontation. And Janice said, well, but what we should talk about is that tomorrow we're going to be on this yacht. Simone got this boat for us. And everybody was like, thank you, Janice. Like, Duh. So that was when she kind of redeemed herself a little bit for me. But I still saw that lace. So I just felt like, you know, two steps forward, <laughs> ten steps backwards. So 
I pray for her, though. Janice, I don't feel like she was, like, a bad part to the show. Right. But, you know, she just was kind of Right, because there have been people It's like, this should be your last season on certain things. Um, Do you have any other shows that you want to highlight this week? Nope. Well, I want to <laughs> no. I want to parlay and talk a little bit about Love, Love Hip Hop New York. I was trying and to. And then I want to just jump on into the Music Man part from okay. there. Okay. Okay. Well, because I thought did you watch the connection? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. Uh, yes. And Cardi there was, was mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking. That's rolling, the sad part. Um, Oh my, oh my God! Okay, hold on. Okay, okay so, I'll save it for the music. Segment. Okay, so for Love and Hip Hop uh, New York, it was a great episode. You know, we got to see you know one of my favorites, Remy Ma and Papu. Oh yeah, their and the love were that they great. have for each other. It's just it's always great to see Black love. They I, really classed that show up. They they really did. They, I know someone might be listening, and be like Remy Ma right. and Papoose, but seriously, they did. They have a strong marriage. I feel like and... they are what the Love and Hip Hop franchise should be about, like something like that. That's literally, literally love, love and, and hip hop, yeah. right? And and even if they had masks, like we know who they are, and they actually have their name, and they actually working and doing stuff, and they they it. they are it. So they had like a really beautiful scene where she broke the news that she was pregnant. <gasps> She's pregnant. And then, uh, unfortunately, we find out later that she loses the baby, which was still a beautiful testament of black love to see him sit by her side and tell her, because she pretty much promised that she was going to give him a baby. That was all he wanted. All right, But he sat there. I'm so sorry to hear that. He sat there and he said to her, I don't care if you never give me this baby. Like, you my wife. Like, it don't matter. And to see that, to see Y'all all of, really trying to. I'm just have saying there just be some moments on some of these shows. I'm telling you, there are moments. There are gems. just some moments. I mean, for all of the the beautiful moments in that episode that was there, you know, we still had our ratchet moments. Asante, can we dial back to Mary to Medicine real quick? <laughs> okay, go. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> did you see? Did you notice? And I'm not excluding you, friend, but I just know you didn't watch it. Right? No, it's but, fine. Asante, did you notice? <laughs> Remember when they was taking the? They was doing the, the breast cancer shoot. shoot? Yeah, did you see what Heavenly was like? I thought you were about to talk about the bird. Mariah she talked. Yes, when, when Mariah was taking that picture, Heavenly was like, "You look pretty." She was like, "You look pretty." Mm-hmm. And Toya was standing next to Heavenly, falling. Oh yeah, yeah. When she was doing that, Toya was rolling, she and Heavenly was like, "Heavenly was like, she was like, lean over." She was like, something <laughs> like that, and then she was like, "I'm trying to." She's like, and Heavenly's like, "Oh, you're trying to cover the boot." Like, right, because she's like, got it. Heavily, and Toya is falling out because Mariah has a big like correction shoe on her foot. She obviously broke her ankle or something uh, like that. Instead of sitting her ass down for a instead season. Instead of sitting down, this mm, I'm trying hard not to call people names, but instead of sitting down, <laughs> she decides to get these what would covers for the boot <laughs> covers that look a thousand times worse Awful. than just wearing just the, the boot. boot. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there's. I, mean, I didn't even know they made covers for those things. First I'm surprised of all, she filmed. Heels are hard enough for women, so to wear one Hello. heel and one boot just to go argue or not argue on the beach with people, like, what are you doing? Okay, free trip to Hawaii, I get it. But she just, she's just there to coordinate and be tacky and annoying. It was like, why are you doing this? She really was like just putting herself in situations to be just, no just rude. <laughs> and it just really was pissing me off. It's hard for me to just sit back and watch shit like that because I'll be wanting to say something. And I ain't even there. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to actually leave that part of Love and Hip Hop and leave that there and skip right on into the Music Man segment. Hey, I just want to say one man. thing about Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> <laughs> I really I like you. I know. I really like Yandy's outfit when she got into it with the baby mama. She looked good. I don't remember her that, outfit. That koi fish shirt oh, she that was the off top the shoulder. Yeah. Whatever. She did look cute. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, but Okay, but okay, the for real last thing, I can't wait for Juju to get that ass together next week because I just want to see Juju turn up a little bit. Anyway, Are they friends? Yes. These shows. Right. 
Um, first off, let me shout out Asia at Asia F Baby with two Y's on I Twitter. I love Asia. Asia is always contributing to the conversation. Asia came to my retreat in a- LA. Asia. Yes, I've seen Asia. She's in LA like my too. little sister now because uh, I know exactly who she yes. is. Yes. <laughs> Asia Asia's the one that brought me stuff back from uh Japan. Yeah, she's so dope. Man. It's Asia baby. Asia t- uh, <laughs> Asia tweets, can you address the song selection of tonight's Love and Hip Hop New York episode on the at Friend Zone Pod because every song hit? And when she's tweeted that. It was so funny when I was watching the episode at the, uh, one of the first songs they played uh, was JoJo. Oh. They played that JoJo Wiz Khalifa song, and I was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. Well, they did play that, but uh, Galant has a song Galant. with Janae You Aiko. put me on to Galant. Yeah, and he has a song with Janae Aiko called Skipping Stones, Such a and they song. played it on the fucking show. So they played the Galant song, and they played uh, JoJo's uh, No Apologies with Yay, Wiz Galant for getting some attention. Yes. Well-deserved. Yes, yes. Shout out to Galant and JoJo for making it onto VH1's episode of Love and Hip Hop. I right behind Lizzo. I put my hair done, check my nails. Woo! <laughs> that is like the love and hip hop music they, they be representing. I Shout feel out like to Lizzo for getting that look. They do because she she's had a couple of different. Every time they play it, I'm like, that's the song that they play at the end of Love and Hip Hop, and I <laughs> automatically know it. They always play it when something good happens or when like somebody left a man and like. But you know what? I'm, like the season finale yes, that outros that they do, <laughs> like when they do the uh, the. Uh, yeah. This season has been really rough yeah. for me. Stop After it, arguing wait. with my baby yeah. daddy and giving away all my clothes, I'm a brand new woman. Yeah. Why then, do they like, always end like they always with got those boys? Yeah. I don't know. And then they be in the confessional looking happier than they've and ever they, been in their entire lives. And it's always a shot of them walking hella slow down. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I love them little <laughs> slow motion so- shots. Them I real dramatic. At, they, they step out the car and they find the worst one. First. The worst one was Tammy Rivera. Do y'all remember Tammy Rivera scene when, when she, she was filed for divorce? The, oh, and she had that dress on. She was like outside on them steps. By the- <laughs> okay, oh speaking of Tammy, since we're on the music man section, did you <sighs> did you hear her sing? Tammy Rivera. That's Walker's wife, right? Yeah. She has yeah. A, an album. I didn't listen. <laughs> oh, I didn't listen to it, but there's a video going around the internet. I guess Walker posted like, "Woke up this morning and my wife singing" or something to that effect, and it's like her in the studio singing and. I don't know if she's going to put music out or what. But. I ain't okay. heard nothing about it, but I wish Tiny would put an EP out. What the fuck you going to do? If you're going to go through do? a divorce, baby. <laughs> because Come Tiny, on, like, Tiny, we give can us talk about music. that. I mean, no one can say Tiny can't sing now. You sure can't. Listen, I'm just... Especially if you heard Tonight you by Escape. <laughs> that whole album. I'm going to keep the music, man. I'm going to tie... A With com- Tamika's home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude! No, I can't even get it out. No, please. <laughs> yes, I can't get it out. Holding you tight, friend. How long? Because it's oh, that run. Dude. I know you got it. I know you know it. I'm... I can't. I can't. Yes, she can. <laughs> yes, she can. Oh shit! Okay, I'm losing. On... That's the music segment <laughs> look, right there. Look. The Music Man segment is being rapped with Fran singing, go. Okay, damn. All right, I just want to let y'all know that the playlist is still popping. Um, I just did a Sunday session at Pompette. Thank you so much to everybody that came out. For those of y'all Oh, my God, someone tweeted us, like, a threatening tweet. Did you see that? It was in all caps, like, where is the playlist? I saw that. I saw that. And I was going to... like, you see what you started And then right when I was going to respond to it, they went and found it already and liked it. So I was like... 
people, should I still respond to be nice <laughs> or should I mind my business at this point? Because I didn't want them to just go open like, season wow, on my wow, ass. Wow, wow, wow. So, yes, I made a playlist for uh, the Pompette. It, like a, it's a Pompette feel, like what I would play if I worked at the wine shop full time. Oh, cute. Instead of my, just my Wednesdays, 12 to 5, that I'll be pushing in there. So, <laughs> the playlist is up. It is an Apple Music iTunes playlist. You can find it on my Twitter, at Hey Asante. I will actually post it. Um, and what about those that don't have Apple Music? For those that don't have Apple Music, I Get do it. also no, have a. <laughs> I also have a playlist on Spotify. Um, it's called uh, Smoke and Bop. For those of y'all smoke that and bop. smoke and bop, that's nice. the name of the playlist. I've had it up for a minute. And for those of y'all that have been asking me what the picture is on the smoke and bop playlist, it is from that episode of Chappelle's show when they were talking about if gay uh, gay people had certain jobs and the gay landscaper, <laughs> yeah, the landscaper that, that, um, that lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the picture is literally like him midway through. Like bopping, you know, he was giving a little bop. So, mad at so you. that's what that photo is for the people that were curious. I'm about oh to follow it. I didn't know you had a, yeah. a spot. Well, I playlist. told myself I wasn't wildly advertising because I said I and would it's make. Public? Yeah, I said I was going to make playlists this month, and I didn't want to like say, all right, it's going to be these dates. So I organically just randomly made three different playlists in three different places. Because let me have, tell y'all, Sanze has commitment issues. I do. I remember I, do. I asked Thank you for him. That I about asked me. him to. I was like, let's start going to the gym together. And he was like, actually, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> no, not doing He was like, because I don't want to have a set day or time. I see, have yeah, commitment I, issues. I, I like to be free, okay? I like to <laughs> I like to build my day as my day becomes available to me every day. Right. Um, outside of that, so I have the Spotify playlist that I'm going to repost. I have the uh, Apple Music playlist. And then I also have a YouTube music video playlist. The video playlist is still up. I've just been updating the one that's up with new videos. How do we find it? It is on my YouTube page, which I will also post on my Twitter. So you will find all of these links on my Twitter on What's Wednesday your Twitter? At Hey Asante. And I will hashtag all of these playlists under the hashtag the friend zone uh mm which is the friends on music man because that's who i be <laughs> all right so that is going to be it for my music man segment and the reality tv segment is finally done yeah <laughs> unless we have another show that friend is going to bring us i just want to say one more thing about no, <laughs> <laughs> look oh but oh but you know actually i did no, <laughs> that's it that's all let's give another thank you hand round of applause foot tap shoulder tap hip roll hey Juju on the beat <laughs> to Bevel Damn. for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. A huge part of health and wellness is making sure that you treat your body right, uh-huh. eat the right food, get a good night's sleep, and avoid unnecessary harm. Shaving does not have to be one of those harmful things that you put your body through. In fact, a good shave could be that self-care that you've been looking for. So let Bevel be the blessing that you're looking for. Bevel is designed from the ground up to give you a smooth, bump-free shave. And the bevel shaving system not only reduces razor bumps, but it prevents new bumps from forming. That's a major key, you guys. How does it do that? It does it by using a single blade, which cuts hair above the skin, not beneath, so that you can avoid those painful ingrown hairs that Phaedra Park suffers from. You can keep your skin as smooth as you want and still take the best care of it when you do it with bevel. Get your bevel today by going to getbevel.com slash friendzone to get the first month of your Bevel subscription for free. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com slash friend zone to get the first month of your Bevel subscription for free. Start saving smarter today with Bevel. So now we're going to hop on over to the Asking for a Friend segmentation. Segmentation. The listener letter. Oh, God. That's why I was like, let me not even introduce it this week. <laughs> for those of y'all that don't know, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I'm going to go ahead and start this email. The subject is finding individuality in a relationship. Hi, Asante, friend, and Dustin. 
How do you not lose yourself in a relationship? My boyfriend of five years just broke up with me after I moved in with him two months ago. Damn. He said he needed time to himself and that he felt like he lost himself in our relationship. Although depressed about our breakup, I understand. I just wish he would have told me this before I moved in. Hello. I thought that maybe I was a bad roommate, but he expressed to me that the breakup had nothing to do with me. In fact, he put too much pressure on himself to be perfect for me because I was so good to him and in the end never had a chance to feel like himself. Sounding like me. He said that sometime in the near future we would get back together. It's just not now. He wants to see what life would be like without me and vice versa. Sorry, I read that wrong because I was reacting. <clears throat> and vice versa. Uh, something in me wants to wait for him, but I know that's stupid. I also don't want him to think he can come up, come in and out of my life. Please help. How do you not lose yourself in a relationship? Is his name Fran? <laughs> <laughs> no, that literally sounds Fran. like what I um, explained about myself uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. When, But I will say, he was. A, it sounds like he was impulsive by moving you in. When he clearly must know that about himself. You know, like, I know that about myself, so I wouldn't move someone in. Because I know that I most likely will lose a lot of myself in trying to overextend and be the perfect girlfriend. Mm. Um, I think it's... But I will say, as harsh as it may have been for him to say, like, let's not do this after two months. But you got to respect that at least he made that clear-cut boundary immediately. And not wasted any more time. Um it definitely sounds like it has nothing to do with Immediately. Not wasted any time. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> two months is a long time. No. <laughs> I mean, there are people that will drag no, someone listen, for years. No, listen, two months years. is a blessing. Yeah, so I think it, it may have been like a, a temporary hit that hurt, but like in the long run, it's probably the best thing that could have happened because now you know. Quick, True. get out. You're done, you know? I don't think you should wait for anyone. If your gut tells you to wait, then wait. Is this a Solange episode? Don't you <laughs> for me. But I also don't think you should listen to anyone telling you whether you should wait or not. I think that's something that mm. you will know in your heart. Is this person worth waiting for? There are some people that are confused about how to have boundaries in a relationship. I'm personally someone that I think it'd be awesome to wait for me to figure shit out because I'm awesome. <laughs> but I would never tell someone, wait for me to figure my shit out. I would right. just, that would never come out of my mouth because I don't think it's fair. But if someone does happen to wait, they're going to get an amazing treat <laughs> after all that time. Mm. So I will suggest too, there's a book that I just ordered and it's called Boundaries. And it says when to say yes, how to say no. And to take control of your life by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend, and it's just a good book um, that I recently discovered. And Maya was actually reading the dating version of it, but I just needed boundaries in general, just like in life. And there's a quote where the book said, "We can't actually set limits on others. What we can do is set limits on our own exposure to people who are behaving poorly." And obviously, that's you know, in our perspective. Um, but we can't change them or make them behave right. And I just thought mm. that was a pretty cool intro to the book and something that I think I need to learn to not have such high expectations of people just based on what I would do in a relationship. Mm. I don't think it's fair. Um, like we said earlier, yes, you should have your standards. Yes, you should know whether someone's making you feel good or not. But for the most part, you also have to accept that someone is who they are in a relationship and you take it or leave it instead of trying to change people all the time. So that's a book you should check out. Maybe you should send it to him. <laughs> but I don't think you did anything wrong. It sounds like even the fact that you said you understood where he was coming right. from said a lot. It sounds like you have a lot of emotional intelligence 
And like I said, don't listen to me. Don't listen to anyone. Just see if you think he's worth waiting for while he figures shit out. Well, (laughs) everybody looking at me, so I guess I'm going to (laughs) speak. I don't think that this is necessarily as negative as it may feel right now. I think there's a lot to be happy about in this situation. Um, It's very rare that people are completely transparent with the person that they're breaking up about why they're breaking up in a healthy way without being, like, combative or nasty. And that's exactly what he gave you. He literally... Um, afforded you the opportunity to not have any like unanswered questions and to literally have closure when you walk away from this relationship. So if anything, I want to give him <clears throat> kudos for that. And if he is not asking you to wait, but you feel like you should consider it. But I kind of think that people break up with you because they don't want to be with you. And so True. I don't think that it's ever um, the most healthy thing to like hold out for hope that you guys are going to get back together because you'll miss out on so many other great opportunities that will present themselves because you will now have the lessons that you learned from this relationship. So you'll be an even better candidate um, to date. You'll be even better in a relationship. You'll be even better as a potential um, partner for someone else. So I say just move forward in peace and happiness and that chapter is closed. There's no ill will. You guys can be friendly or cordial when you see each other, but I definitely think you should like pursue other interests and kind of just be open to new energy in your life because this person actually set you off, you know, in a great way. So that's how I feel. Yeah. I think that uh, you've been doing a great job and it probably was one of those situations where you moved in with the person and this person was looking around every day like, oh shit, like all of my shit is different. And they just kept wondering like, you know, about change and what that meant to them and it probably and again, it probably had absolutely nothing to do with you. It was just that taking that step was something that opened something in themselves that made them ask a bunch of questions. So that's just a journey that he is gonna have to take on his own. And as far as you're concerned, I don't necessarily feel like you should wait or not wait. You should just you know live your life. And if at any point you feel like something's coming along that's really great, don't close yourself off to it. I mean, you can still check back in with yourself about how you feel about the person that you might be leaving behind, but. If they haven't reached out to you or they aren't checking in with you and they ain't worried about you, you know, you have to be happy, too. You deserve to be just as happy as they've decided to be. So never forget that. Preach. <laughs> you know, when I'm dating myself, you know, I'm supposed to be happy. So <laughs> if I'm dating you and I'm not happy, then what's going on? And we hope that advice helped. Yes. Now let's jump into this week's Black Business segment. <laughs> Black Business. And a plot twist. I'm going to give it. (laughs) (laughs) What you got for us, So really quick, this week's Black Business, um, I want to highlight the organization Invest in Yourself 365, Mm. um, which is a really, really great um, foundation that a friend of mine, Sean Thomas, who is actually um, a middle school teacher in Houston, Texas, uh, him and I worked together on um, an initiative that taught tech arts to, like, middle schoolers, underprivileged middle schoolers here in New York City. And he has moved to Houston, Texas, and started um, and his own foundation. It's called Invest in Yourself 365. Um, you can find all the information at their website, which is www.investinyourself365.com. Um, really quickly, it's just a project that Sean came up with that teaches elementary students and middle school students about financial literacy. 
um, how to save money, how to make money investing in the stock market. The students actually open their own bank accounts and they even get paid a stipend for every day that they attend the program. It's really, really great teaching these young um, African-American and inner city students financial literacy at an early age. They received a $45,000 grant from State Farm wow. um, for service learning projects that they can use with their middle schoolers. And the overall goal is to have their Wall Street Warriors, which is a, a sub-program that they have in this initiative, um, go and teach 100 members of the community how to invest through student-led workshops. So they're really doing something big over there. They are accepting donations, um, and they're a nonprofit 501c3, so you can use these donations as a tax write-off. Mm. So I just thought this was something really, really positive, and who doesn't want to take the opportunity to help teach the next generation how to be better? I say that so often here on the show that this is always your mama's fault. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so why not do our part in teaching the young people how to be a little bit better than we were and smarter Amen. and more savvy with their finances? I'm definitely so donating. That sounds amazing. Invest in yourself, 365.com. And that's it. Love it. That was okay. a good one. So do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? Just very quickly, I want to thank everyone that showed up to the first Pompeii Wine Shop yes. session so good. of the year. I can't wait to come. I'm sorry I was out of town. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. It, it was, was crowded. A, it was, yeah. Good. Yeah. One of my, my good fears came and it was too many people in there. <laughs> good. Um, it was great. I want to give a big thanks to uh, Ashley August. I was going to say August Wilson because her name on Twitter is August Wilson. That's Will, <laughs> like, you know, Will Smith. Sun like the sun. Um, big shout out and thanks to Ashley August for performing. Uh, she got to share her gift of uh, spoken word with us and did it in a really cool way. Got to show us that spoken word is more about the trees and the grass outside. Like you, she did a spoken word poem about fuckboys. I thought that was super, super cool and interesting. So thank you all for coming out to that. Um, we're going to be having another one this Sunday from 7 to 9. Uh, usually goes a little bit over, but you know we try to start around seven, seven thirty for the black folks. I think we're gonna start late. Thank you to the people that came early and on time this past Sunday. Um, this Sunday we're gonna have an artist, uh, Brittany Fouché. So come check her out. And uh, there's gonna be another tasting, probably some good music, some good fun. So just come kick it with us. I'm gonna come tootsie roll if I'm in town. I'm gonna come up there and do the tootsie roll. Make sure you it's start to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miami. You guys are the first stop of my, Miami. right, of my wellness tour. You know what's so crazy? Remember last week I mentioned that if you are Eventbrite savvy, you'll find the tour. Everybody went and looked. Everyone, it's so crazy that all the other cities are actually outselling Miami. <laughs> we have even at Atlanta. Y'all are almost sold out. I'm oh, amazed. You, you know, Black Hollywood. Was next time. <laughs> I love okay. it. But Miami, you kind of being a slow burn. I'm kind of fascinated. Um, there were people that told me, no, don't put Miami on your tour because it's not like known for those kinds of events but i just felt like i'd seen a lot of people is be miami, like come to miami. miami is the first one yeah it's the first stop but it's being a little bit of a slow burn the rest of the cities are Can almost sold out right so miami <laughs> what's up uh we'd love to uh, you know obviously we want the event to be successful and if awesome. you in another city and your spot fill up in your city you go to go to miami I mean, yeah if you're near <laughs> miami but all the other cities y'all are killing it i'm actually humbled by how those tickets are selling out um so miami will be there february 11th um if you go to my twitter at hey Frank, hey it's the pinned tweet and it will direct you straight to the miami ticket like i said we will have 
the official tour site will be up in February with the 11 cities and the direct links. Hopefully there'll be tickets left because you guys are moving. Um, But I appreciate that. I love that. I love the momentum yes. and the excitement surrounding the tour. Like I said, Lone Body Care is now a, an official sponsor. I'm Woo! so thankful to you guys, right? <laughs> sponsors rolling in. Right? The sponsors rolling in. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, And obviously, if you are a brand that is interested in working with us, I am totally open to that as well. Obviously, if you align with what we're doing, I'm not taking waist trainers or flat tummy tees on tour (laughs) but um you know what's funny i got an email from the flat tummy because they always email me and i always ignore it and the girl was like we're not a weight loss tea by what you may be thinking we're about girls empowerment if you want to talk about the tummy (laughs) tea tell me why i was watching rachel true on instagram if you don't remember who rachel true is she was on um she was the black one from the craft Oh, with the yeah, yeah. She was on Instagram with the, with the tummy tea. No, no, not selling it. She was like debunking it. Like, oh, good. Like, okay, so the cleanse part, you know, it's natural, but I don't know. Like actually looking at the tummy tea, I was like, you oh, know really? What? This might be a cute way to sell some stuff. Okay, <laughs> shout out to Rachel. Trump. Yeah, they sent me a whole thing like we're about girls empowerment and we align with your brand. Like, please don't judge us based on what people think. Like, it was a whole thing. I'm like, at least I appreciate that y'all. Dre and Michelle better get some people to email. talk for her. Okay, I like that. Yeah, but it's. A it's still a no from me, dog. But um, <laughs> and then I have a couple projects coming up. I have a really fun project with Refinery Twenty Nine. Um, right, that's gonna be fun. Ooh. Friendzone has a really cool announcement soon. But let's just say we're going international. You guys will be really excited to know where that is. Amsterdam. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so Catch me when I come off tour <laughs> Catch me when I come off tour <laughs> So 2017, man All I can say is We this, ready This is a great fucking year so far We ready Right? Hey, 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 <laughs> and it's only January So yeah, lots of uh, announcements to come. And that's it for me. That's all I can share for now. What about you, Dustin? What announcement you have for us? Something coming soon. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything. I love something, the smirk. Something coming soon. It'll be a <laughs> great new expression of me artistically for you guys to experience. <gasps> so something's it. coming soon. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Something's coming I'm soon. hyped. <laughs> now that I just realized what it is. Well, that's it for us this week. As always, we love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning yeah. in. And we will see you guys next week. Stay yes. black and protect your magic. Bye. Hollow.